1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Garden State of Hockey podcast. We're back after a back-to-back series against the Pittsburgh Penguins. One one game at home and one on the road, or were they both on the road just wearing reverse retros?
0: Well, whenever you wear the reverse retros, it might as well be a bad time.
1: A bad time in which way? In the bad time that they've had on the road, or in the fact that their special
0: teams don't help them win? I would say both. <laughs> Because that's exactly what happened on Saturday.
1: And with that, thank you for joining us. I'm Dan Roselle and joined by John Fisher. And, of course, we're talking about the result that the Devils got on Saturday against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And on Sunday um... – They were on the other end of a similarly hard-fought game, but uh, the result went their way. So we're recording after that overtime triumph. And let's talk about the Saturday game first, because we come out of Thursday feeling pretty good. The Devils played well at home. Um, And then they're wearing the retros, and Blackwood is still not ready to go for this game. And honestly, Wedgwood did all he could.
0: Yep, you can't fault Wedgwood. You really can't fault the goaltenders for this season. Like, there there haven't been too many games where you would go... You know, goaltending let the team down like th- that just hasn't happened, which that's what you hope for when Blackwood is in that and what you're hoping for and praying for and wishing for <laughs> when Wedgwood or Dell or someone else is in the net. No, Wedgwood played as well as he could in Saturday's game, which was a far tighter and far less offensive game compared to Thursday night.
1: Mm-hmm. And on Saturday um, Saturday afternoon, rather, it, it started pretty positively for the Devils, and especially for Kyle Palmieri, who had been searching for a goal for a few games now, and he managed to uh, get one on the rebound to put the Devils up one nothing pretty early into the game.
0: Yeah, it was a very good rush, led by uh, Jesper Brat, with Sammy Vatanen activating. Uh, Brat flo- throws it across to the, across the Vatanen. Uh, Casey DeSmith, who was in net for Pittsburgh, uh, slid across to make the save. The puck just kind of dropped to the center, and Palmieri just powered it in. So, you know, welcome to your first goal in a long, long time that legitimately came off your stick, uh, Mr. Palmieri. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Devils were up one nothing, but it wasn't a very good first period as the Devils were outshot 9-4. to Yeah. Um, that, that Palmieri shot and the Batman shot that preceded it was literally 50% of the actual work that the Smith had to do that period.
1: And I know we've been saying the penalty kill has been better as of recent weeks, but you know, it's only so long that it could bend and not break as they kept taking penalties yes. in the second period. And eventually they gave up uh, a power play goal. So I'm not going to, you know, spend too long on this just because the penalty kill has been just leaps and bounds better than it was at the start of the season, but it's still a bummer to give one up. And, uh, I think The Penguins tied the game on that one and took the lead.
0: They took the lead. So let's take a step back first. So in the second period, uh, kind of a broken play ends up with uh, Zach Aston Reese and uh, Sam Lafferty in a two on two with the Devils. and the puck just kind of gets lost in lafferty skates. Aston Reese is right behind him, so he just kind of fires a disguised shot past Wedgwood and it's one one. Then Mr. Miles Wood decided the best thing to do after giving up a goal is to interfere with Chris Letang in front of the referee. This is this is sarcasm, man. Mm-hmm. It was not a good idea. Yeah, he wasn't then, happy
1: about the call either.
0: Well, he shouldn't have piled the guy down into a heap, you know. Probably not without the puck nearby. Yeah, I mean that's literally mm-hmm. the definition of interference. He committed mm-hmm. it. Um, and then about a minute or so into that, the Crosby line, as I'm going to call it, because yes, it was a power play, but basically the Crosby line pretty much kicked the Devils all over the place in this game, and the Crosby line is specifically Sidney Crosby, with Brian Rust and Jake Gensel on the wings. And during the penalty kill, Crosby and Suban get tied up in a puck battle. The puck gets into Damon Severson's skates. Mm-hmm. Gunsel and Rust kind of fish it out. The puck goes up to Gunsel, who beats Zaka to the puck along the sideboards, drops it back to uh, Rust, who makes Damon Severson look like a scrub. As Severson dives after, after Rust, Cutting to the net, almost like, you know, the old, the old canard of a, you know, of someone trying to chase after somebody to ask him out. And, you know, they fall and somebody splashes water all over sure. them. <laughs> kind of like that. Sure. This 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 metaphor went weird. Just just deal with it, everybody. But the fact of the matter is Russ just powered to the net, went back in, beat Wedgwood. It was a powerful looking goal. There was a lot of criticism on Suban for the play, which is weird to me because Severson and Zaka were the guys who lost the puck battle real badly. Nevertheless, that was just not good, and it goes up to two one, and the Devils decide to respond with a very bad power play of their own, yeah, and not much
1: yeah, else. Yeah, <laughs> and the Devils had four power plays in the game, and this is what we're going to point to as the big reason that they weren't able to get a result out of this. It was two one for a majority of the third period, but um, you know, power play opportunity after power play opportunity, they were able to
0: put yeah two straight ones,
1: one shot on goal in four opportunities in the game, and that just will not cut it. That hasn't cut it all year. That'll continue to not cut it in this game. And as such, they couldn't find the equalizer, and eventually Pittsburgh found an insurance goal.
0: Yeah, and a very fortunate insurance goal. Basically, Sidney Crosby kept the puck in uh, off a clearing attempt, just kind of launched the puck somewhere towards the net. Jake Gensel just throws his stick up, gets a tip on it, and it eludes uh, Wedgwood kind of like, lunging for the puck in the mid It looked a bit I mean, like the for...
1: Zajac goal from Thursday, just from the opposite side. A little bit, side. yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It, it was very similar to that. And, um, you know, as you said, it was an insurance goal. Um, yeah, but the Devils power play, it wasn't just that they only had one shot on it. They only had four shooting attempts. Yeah, And yet again, this, this power play just kept going back to drop passes, which they aren't really the problem. The problem is the minute they cross the blue line, they lose the puck, whether... Nikita Gusev throws the puck onto a penguin stick, or Nikita Gusev dumps the puck into a corner where no one but a penguin is going to get it, or Nikita Gusev misses on a reverse attempt.
1: Do you have something to say, John? You, know, yeah, <laughs> you know, do you have something you want to you know, say? Something, me, something you want to get off your that chest?
0: Leads a, that leads me to another beef I have about this particular game in question. Um, Nikita Gusev and Andreas Johansson got a lot of power play time in this game that they otherwise did not deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, In the run of play, Gusev actually looks like he has some of the better numbers, except when you look a little closer, you know, when he was on the ice, the Devils out attempted the Penguins eight to four. That's normally a good thing that you want to see with an offensive player like Gusev. The problem is that the Devils were outshot two to four. Yeah, that's Gusev, um... Gusev amazingly cut to the net really well twice in this game twice and managed to put the puck at least five feet wide uh, upon doing the hard thing of cutting to the net. Yeah, so it's almost like Goose. What is wrong with you? And more, just as importantly, Lindy Ruff and Mark Recchi, Why did you keep throwing this man onto the ice in these offensive situations? I mean, yeah, Sharon Govich and Kwakinen didn't have super great games. Again, the Crosby line pretty much kicked them, you know, kicked their faces in. But those guys have been a lot more successful much more recently on offense than Nikita Gusev has been all season. And when
1: you're playing so, against Sidney Crosby, one line is just going to have to endure that for a game or two. Like that's just that's just what it means to have your line matched up against him. So you can't really blame them because they still looked better producing than Gusev. I I just can't understand. But you know, Dano called them snake bitten. I don't know if it's just that, but clearly something's mm, up.
0: No. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 the classic case of you got to. Ten, ten, size 10 foot trying to jam it into a size 7 shoe. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally not a fit Dad. Yeah. And uh, case in point, Gusev did not play on Sunday, and Johansson was re- relegated to the fourth line again. And in their place, uh, McLeod came back into the
1: lineup, and so did uh, Merkley.
0: Merkley returned actually for, for Saturday. Saturday, because he originally, McLeod was scratched, and then Merkley replaced him. But uh, they decided to keep Merkley, because Merkley did play an okay game, on Saturday. I guess to use a Dano phrase, you know, he was the only guy playing with some heart out there, and it, to a degree, he he was. Um, you know, outside of Hughes, Merkley, Smith and Severson, the Devils, and maybe Maltsev for a hot minute. Like, the Devils just were struggling to get a lot going against Casey DeSmith, who otherwise played a really good game. Uh, but Sunday's game uh, returned McLeod to the lineup, and more importantly, returned Mackenzie Blackwood to the net. And that was important because Mackenzie Blackwood did not have A nice, easy Sunday afternoon return. Well, so this game starts off with a really
1: aggressive push by the Devils. The first four to five minutes, they were all over the Penguins. They were, uh, you know, Sharon Govich hits a post on the first shot of the game, and he almost gets an opportunity to follow that up from the slot later on in the same shift. And, of course, when the Devils didn't capitalize there, you have to figure something's going to go wrong because Sidney Crosby receives a cross eyes pass that looked really, really nice and manages to get a off-Blackwood, off-the-post, off-Blackwood deflection goal.
0: Yeah, that's the sort of shot where, you know, I hate to say it this way because, you know, it, it sounds defeatist, but it's like, it's Sidney Crosby. <laughs> you know, it's like when Alexander Ovechkin sometimes scores a goal, you're just like, look, it's it, it's – it's Ovechkin. Just, just accept it, okay? Yeah. And it was a really good uh, counterattack. It was, a again, the Crosby line of Gensel, Rust, and Crosby, of course. Um, they did a very good job um, forcing Subban to go out wide. And Crosby, I don't know how he's able to do this after being in the league so long. But other teams just continue to miss this man. Like Kulikov and Maltsev were both completely unaware of 87 coming down the left side And uh, to be fair, Grenzel had to make a perfect pass across the entire length of the rink uh, to get it over there, and Crosby had to fire it into a tiny, tiny hole because Blackwood did his best to stop that. And it's one of those goals where you just go, you know, it sucks, but what are you going to do? The guy took a better shot.
1: Yeah, it was a really good play. It's just disappointing that the game flow – it was completely against the game flow. The Devils were – Absolutely startling. dominating the first five minutes, and then that goal was scored, and the game flipped on its head. Blackwood really had to be important the latter half of that first period to avoid a bigger hole for the Devils, and you know that yeah. came back in spades in the second period, as the Devils managed to tie it up pretty early in that period.
0: That's right, and it comes from, yet again, young Sammy Vatnin. <clears throat> Um finishing an amazing shift by the Zajac line. Um, poor Sharon Govich did not get a point on this goal, which is sad, because... He, to me, he was the star of that shift. Like, that shift, he had four shooting attempts, Dan, and he whiffed on a one-timer that could have been a fifth. Like, some th- some guys don't go a whole game with five shooting attempts, Dan. He had one within 90 seconds. He had a pretty good game overall. Wocken- he did, and Kwakun also had two shots on it in that shift, and that Zajac line just kept working, working, working. Uh, to be fair, Tristan Jerry had a very good game today, just like Blackwood did. Mm-hmm. Both of these goaltenders were fantastic. But um, Zajac works it out to Quackett and Kwakun works it back to Vatanen. Vatanen figures, I'm going to have a go, and he hits a rising shot through traffic that uh, eludes Jerry's uh, glove, and it's 1-1. And, um, you know, it was also a good reward to see after the Devils had their first decent-looking power play within the last two, three games um, the power play was much better today than it was on Saturday. Yeah, and, and don't worry, they still didn't score, but no, they it didn't, didn't score. Better. But they actually had offense. They actually had offense. They had shots on net, Dan. Shots plural. Baby steps. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Devils also did a very good job on special teams. They kept uh, Pittsburgh off the board with two back-to-back penalties. Um, both of them interference calls, which were like, "Come on, Suvan, come on, Kulikov." be a little better than that but uh the devils did a very professional job uh killing that i thought jared mccann should have scored on the second one he had a wide open top of the net and decided i'm gonna launch this puck 30 feet in the air instead so thank you jared um but uh and the devils had another power play in the second but for the most part the devils had a good second period and came very very close to going up ahead to one in that period when zaka had a a shorthanded shot, just hammer the post with authority. Yeah, they they the hit from clock behind the net. It was fantastic. They hit
1: three posts in this game. Again, they had twenty high quality scoring chances, or nearly twenty high quality scoring uh, scoring chances in general. This is something that we've been saying all year. I mean, it's lack of finishing ability is a big reason why this game was even as close as it was. But you yeah. know, it it applies that way on both ends. Blackwood had a oh, great absolutely. game.
0: Absolutely. Like when I said earlier, like this guy did not have an easy return to the lineup. Like in total, this man faced um, 35 shots on net, faced 27 scoring chances, 11 high danger chances in all situations. He got run into twice, uh, once by Michael Matheson and once by Brian Russ, two guys who are definitely not small dudes, Um, you know, and, you know, he, he he's. Splitting his legs like it's like he's Arthur Zerbe. That's that's an old old wow. reference. Don't worry about nice. that one, Dan. You don't um, think I know who yeah, Arthur Zerbe is? Of course, I, I should not have assumed that you Hurricane's do not know about legend. the Latvian, the Latvian legend, the man who clearly took care of his own equipment because <laughs> he, he definitely. That's actually not a joke. He did take care of his own equipment. That's why how, why it looked so ugly, and he never replaced it. Uh, <laughs> splitting the legs even up until the, near the end of the game when he robbed LeTang with a sick glove save in the third period. Um, both goaltenders were fantastic. So, I mean, I think both teams can feel a little bad that their finishing wasn't where they would like it to be. But I think both teams should be pretty happy with how well they played in general. I would say the Penguins played better in the third period, but the Devils more than um, – they, they more than uh, – re- Respected, respected the opponent, so to speak. Like it wasn't as bad as the third period on Saturday, where you're down two-one, and then you get three shots on net and five on five. Mm. Like, come on, man, you, you're literally down a goal. Yeah, that's, get some, get some shots. This
1: was on one of those spirited one-one games where
0: you're just like,
1: it's really nerve-wracking knowing who's going to score the next goal because you know they're hard to come by, but not for lack of opportunity. So you're just kind of on edge every second you possibly can be, and. That leads to, of course, one of the best scenarios in hockey where you're on edge the entire time, no matter what's happening, three on three overtime. And uh, of course, Jesper Bratt made it happen.
0: This this went back and forth a little bit like the Devils win the opening face off and they lose the puck. And then um, Sharon Govich gets the first shot, you know, going one on one with Jake Gensel earlier. Jesper Bratt had a breakaway where he just kind of lost the handle. Letang may have gotten his stick a little bit in a clean manner. Uh, Matheson piles into Blackwood <laughs> after a shot on it. But uh, yeah, Zaka, Smith and Brott did the more traditional thing that you see in three on three hockey in the NHL, which is we're going to hold on to this puck. We're going to get out of the zone if we don't see anything we like. And we're going to try again. We're going to cycle until we find something. And big credit to Zaka. He he goes into the middle of the three Penguins, um, I believe one of which is Crosby, which is always danger you know danger inducing in overtime the last thing you want to do is lose a puck to Sidney crosby uh, with that much open ice but zaka manages to not only maintain the puck but get it across to his left to Brot. Brot notices that everybody is committed to the left to his side so he's going to just dart around the post and beat michael matheson and tristan jerry to the other post for a picture-perfect wraparound goal to win the game.
1: Yeah, that's the wraparound that Palmieri has attempted maybe 50 times since the start of the season that hasn't worked, and Brat just makes it work and makes it look clean, and the Devils take the overtime result, getting two wins in three games against the Penguins, which is uh, a pretty big accomplishment considering the Penguins' positioning. And again, they do have some major injuries that they are contending with, but so does everyone yes. else. So uh, still... Enjoy this game, enjoy these results, and let's hope the Devils can keep it up against their opponents this upcoming week, which will be?
0: Well, they will be playing the second-rate rivals in Philadelphia on the 23rd on Tuesday night. Uh, I believe this game was originally scheduled right before Valentine's Day, so I guess make the 23rd Valentine's Day again? I don't know. Um, And then... Um, We'll be covering the 25th on the next episode where the Devils will go to Washington, D.C. and hope for a better result in D.C. because the Devils have not won in D.C. this season. Mm. Although they came close. They came back from a 4-1 game to force overtime. So maybe, just maybe, they'll get a better result on Thursday. And if they don't, they'll get another chance on Friday, the 26th, because they're playing back-to-back against the Capitals. So it's a tough week. (laughs) It's a tough, tough week. It's not just all road games. It's four games in six nights against Pittsburgh, Philly, and Washington twice. Oh, by the way, you get Boston right after that.
1: It's the first uh, non-Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday schedule in about a month and a half. So uh, it's a shock to the system, I know.
0: Absolutely. Everyone's going to be thrown off by going, wait a minute, the Devils are playing on Friday? And the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Will it go well? the answer probably not. probably not
1: yeah that's uh you know we got to approach this with optimism because what else do we have left in this season
0: well i will say this about today's win and the reason why i'm happy they got the win because this is this was one of those games dan where let's say the devils lost in overtime or Latang scored late on that awesome shot that blackwood robbed him on i would say that the devils played a really good game and i would like to see more of that if you lose that game, you're less likely to do that because if you lose, obviously, you're going to be more think you're going to be thinking more about oh we should have done this, we should have done that, let's change this, let's change that. So I'm happy that they won because I think they really should just take this approach for the rest of the season. Just go as aggressive as you can, use your speed as much as possible. Okay, there's going to be some nights where it doesn't work, you get counterattacked to death and you and you lose the game by 3 goals. Fine, but go out there with a fight. Don't do don't repeat what we saw on Saturday where you're so tentative and you're so bad on the puck that, you know, you can't get much going. What made everything work today was the fact that the Devils were able to make good passes going forward, they were able to win pucks on offense for second second and third chance opportunities, they were able to have good keep-ins, and if they got uh, they gave up a shot, they worked really hard to make sure Pittsburgh would not stay in the zone or if they did they weren't going to get the the choicest of opportunities like they did on saturday so the fact that they won makes me more confident that they'll try to say hey this is how we should be playing because i think if they play more like this even if the results aren't there the game will the games will be much better to watch i think it'll better fit the younger players on the team that are trying to earn that next contract earn that uh big second deal and um who knows i think against a team like philadelphia that seemingly can't stop giving up goals to save its life um maybe you win some of those extra games that maybe other other what methods would have led to loss
1: you know what else would help scoring some power play goals yes but as we said baby steps. baby steps so with that baby in steps. mind uh we approach next week with optimism in our hearts the devil's taking three wins in four games this week a very uh, positive result anyway you slice it and we'll see if they can continue to match that result as we join you at the end of the next work week. As always, thank you again for listening. Uh, You are the people who matter. Let's get more results that matter, and let's go Devils.
0: Go Devils.